You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's Thursday, T-minus one day until Friday. And we have got a uh, bleep ton of stuff to cover today. <laughs> New breaking news with uh, why, C- why CBS fired Catherine Herridge. I just found out this a few minutes ago. It's pretty interesting. There's another reason why you need to get rid of the uh, the letter networks in your life. ABC, CBS, NBC, PBR, PBS, uh, whatever the hell. You need to get rid of them because there's another uh, network, or I should say a network of people called the KGB that they're very much like. So we're going to get to that here in uh, in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, uh, it appears that uh, Biden's dog commander uh, bit a whole lot more Secret Service agents than they uh, than they reported. Twenty four staffers uh, bit twenty four times Secret agents, leaving leaving blood. The White House floor is covered with blood after mauling one Secret Service agent, inflicting severe deep open wound on another as attacks on twenty four staffers are laid bare. I'm thinking I see something here. Did anybody see Cocaine Bear? You might see that movie, Cocaine Bear. I never saw Cocaine Bear. Uh, my son said it was uh, it was a you know mediocre to poor movie, and it it had uh, it didn't have enough Cocaine Bear in it. It needed more Cocaine Bear. Now, it just you know, work with me on this. Uh, don't didn't we find cocaine in a cubby in the most secure building in the world? And there was no proof of it. There was no uh, there was no videotape of it. There were no fingerprints or DNA. Well, they were gathered, but we don't know about it. Uh, and then they took the cocaine and they took it out into a field. <laughs> and then the FBI blew it up. It just blew up the evidence. I wonder if there was dog hair in that cocaine. I'm wondering if somebody was sneaking cocaine in for the dog. Uh, do you do you suppose because the dog was acting pretty uh, pretty weird while the dog was living in uh, in the White House and I'm going to tell you something only Joe Biden could make dogs suck right I mean honestly there are some sucky dogs but generally dogs are awesome awesome dogs dogs are wonderful man I watched dog videos I watched one yesterday it was a uh, twenty uh, golden retriever puppies eating out of bowls for the very first time it was just I mean I sat there and I was like slobbering on myself. But only Joe Biden could make uh, uh, dogs suck, and uh, and both of the dogs that he's had in the White House suck. And generally, what happens is the reason why dogs suck is because they're a reflection of their owner, and and so are the the owner's kids too. So Hunter Biden uh, and and of course Cocaine Dog, <laughs> uh, and apparently Cocaine Dog is living in Delaware. But I insiders say that something else happens. No, Mama, there's no hope for him now, Travis. Suffering. Yeah. Uh oh. Now he's going out to the farm. Just tell Joe that. And there goes old, uh, old Yeller. I mean, uh, <laughs> old Commander. Here's Jim Gossett. What's wrong with that doggy named Commander? He's on coke. This doggy has taken quite a toll. I'm an addict. Eleven people, we know he's bitten. It's a lot like his dad. This monster Joe cannot control. Joe likes to sniff hair. What's wrong with that dog? He named Commander. Commander likes to sniff people too. Some say that he might be insane. I think a better explanation. Rough, rough. Is he's high on hunt. 
Hunter's cocaine. There you go. That, that's exactly. They've <laughs> got to do something about Commander. Rough, rough. Before he does any more harm. He likes it rough. But they should let Sleepy Joe down easy. Say, Commander, now lives on a farm. Um, I think that's what the DNC is planning for the uh, convention coming up in uh, when, when it is coming in, in Chicago. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but uh, maybe that's maybe that's the day they sent old Joe out to the farm. I, I don't know. <laughs> wow, that is just something else. And it, a dog viciously attacks twenty four people. Um, there's no rehabbing that dog. That dog needs a little uh, a little pew pew, a little bit uh, time to go sleepy. Time to go sleepy. Honestly, one person normally. I, and when I lived over uh, uh, in another part of town here in the Kansas City area, we had this little foo foo dog named Lucy, and she's a little foo foo dog, and she would be a little aggressive around people if they came too close, and she bit our neighbor just a little bit. And I got the animal control people called me on everything, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I had to go up and do an apology to the lady up there. Fortunately, she was very nice, but they were ready to take the dog. You got a dog in the White House that is biting people, causing vicious injuries that cause that need hospitalization. Okay, yeah, the dog has got to be on cocaine. There's something. At least you know what. Honestly, maybe that's what the White House will do. They'll pin it on the dog. That would be the next thing, wouldn't it? To pin it on the dog. You know, dog can't uh, testify in court. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. So um, this I just found out this morning. And I remember when CBS hired Catherine Harris, it was like, oh, my God, it looks like uh, CBS is coming at a come to hey, who, say, who, <clears throat> a come to Jesus moment here. You know, like maybe they're going to turn things around. Maybe they're going to actually let her pursue journalism. And they did for a while. And they did for a while. And then they fired her. They fired her along with 800 other people, and they said, oh, yeah, this is all cost-cutting measures. These are cost-cutting measures. And I went, wow, that's, that's rough. And I was kind of like... 800 people fired. Catherine Harris just has to be one of them. And there are a lot of other reporters kept on. And she was getting ratings. And she was amazing and getting a lot of play. And then I realized, and I saw this from February the 14th, CBS News reporter Catherine Harris fired Tuesday after reporting on, on how Biden may have retained sensitive documents related to specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings. Huh. And there's another one. There's a, the Judiciary GOP oversight. They, they tweeted this. The committees require that Biden, her interview transcript, there is concern that President Biden may have retained sensitive documents related to specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings. And she was investigating it. Isn't that straight? And you want to hear, you want to hear, you know, this is going to make you a little upset to your stomach if you're a journalist. So um, this is from Jonathan Turley. Many of us were shocked after Harridge was included in uh, layoffs list this month. But those uh, concerns have increased after CBS, listen, took the unusual step of seizing her files, computers, and records, including information on privileged sources. KGB, CBS, FBI. Yeah. I have spoken confidentially with current and former CBS employees who have stated that they could not recall the company ever taking such a step before. Because you see, most employees and reporters at CBS just uh, take the pablum dished to them by the White House. They rip and read White House and Democrat Party lines. And Catherine Herridge actually did reporting. Does this surprise any of us? Uh, and many employees are confused why Harridge was laid off as one of the correspondents who broke news regularly and did nothing, did a lot of original reporting. Isn't that amazing? It wasn't cost-cutting. 
It wasn't cost-cutting, all right? She wasn't making a lot of money. He added that he had never uh, seen a seizure of records from a departing journalist and that the move had sent a chilling signal in the ranks of CBS. Well, I don't know how you would because most of the employees just rip and read for the federal government. It's like, oh, no, somebody's going to take my confidential email from whoever that's really not confidential from, you know, what, really? Former CBS manager spoke on condition of anonymity, said that he had never heard of anything like this. He attested to the fact that in many in past departures, journalists took over, uh, took all of their files and office contents. He said the holding of material was outrageous and clearly endangered confidential sources. Huh. Like maybe FBI whistleblowers named Smirnoff. You know, I don't know. Maybe something like that. <clears throat> maybe she, I don't know. I don't know. Harris declined to make any public comments about her departure because she's smart. <clears throat> Brilliant, I would venture to say. Source within the union SAG-AFTRA that I belong to forever. I spent a lot of money for nothing. Uh, that it raised the controversy with CBS remains extremely concerned about the effect on this of this action on journalistic practices, source confidentiality. <clears throat> it is a matter of serious concern. We are considering all of our options. We will see. This is Catherine Herridge uh, just about a month ago. Well, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict. Um, there are a number of cons- uh, concerns that I have that factor into that. Not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. And we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries like North Korea, China, and Iran. And that's what... uh Wow, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Oh, I have no doubt she was fired because she was pursuing stories that CBS didn't want her to pursue. Because ABC, CBS, NBC all get the same talking points. They rarely stray out of the lines. And when they do... They uh, they will do stories, deep dives on Donald Trump and Republicans, but never on Democrats. She brought something different to the network, and they couldn't have her anymore. Please, Newsmax, hire Catherine Herridge. CBS is one of the world's premier news organizations. <laughs> You'll be on 60 Minutes lately. It's a ditzy. It's a, oh, my God, it's a turn. Anyway, with a legendary history, includes uh, Murrow to Walter Concrete to uh, Concrete. <laughs> Walter Cronkite to Roger Mudd. That is why the hiring of Erija was so welcomed by us, and he was moving in the wrong direction by alienating half the country. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Herridge had been a celebrated investigative reporter at Fox, an old-school investigative journalist. I met her a couple times at Ronald Reagan Airport. She's cool as hell, too. Timing of Herridge determina- uh, termination immediately raised suspicions in D.C. She was pursuing stories that were unwelcomed by the Biden Wild House and many Democrat powerhouses including the her report on joe biden's diminished mental capacity the biden corruption scandal and the hunter biden laptop she continued to pursue these stories despite reports of pushback from cvs executives the inclusion of heritage was defended by the network as a painful but necessary measure when it came to all those layoffs but then something strange happened the network grabbed heritage's notes and files and informed her that uh, it would decide what if anything would be turned back over to her the files likely contain confidential information for both her stints at fox and cbs those records it suggests are presumptively the property of cbs news sure cbs 
Journalists are generally allowed to leave with their files under the standard contract, including the one at CBS. Journalists agree that they will make files available to the network if needed in future litigation. That presupposes that they will retain control of their files. Such files are crucial for reporters who use past contacts and work in pursuing new stories with other outlets or who cap their careers with personal memoirs. So, uh, you know, kind of like uh, all of a sudden the uh, the FBI whistleblower has been so reliable and gotten hundreds and thousands of dollars from the federal government, suddenly, suddenly, suddenly the whistleblower gets arrested and uh, one of his, uh, his uh, the, the, that 1023 form is suddenly uh, fake and, uh, and it ends the, uh, the investigation of Joe Biden altogether, except for all of that other evidence and all of those millions of dollars and everything, you see. Do you see what's going on here? Do you understand what is happening here? Are you seeing a lot on the confidential uh, document story in the news? Have you heard anything about the Donald Trump confidential documents case lately that's been tabled momentarily? They're probably trying to clean this up so they could just go after Donald Trump, but there's no evidence of, uh, of Joe Biden and his, I mean, massive breach of national, internet, uh, national security. Does, doesn't it kind of make sense? This is uh, Ted Cruz talking about the firing of Catherine Herridge. I believe this was sometime last week. The CBS is corrupt, unfortunately. So is ABC, so is NBC, so is CNN, so is MSNBC. They have all abandoned any pretense of journalism. Yeah, yeah. And they are advocates. And and so somehow Catherine Herridge slipped through the cracks and CBS, it is not accidental that when they're doing layoffs, they decide, nope, we can have no dissent from the orthodoxy. Yeah. We have a mission here, and that mission, let's be clear, is to defeat Donald Trump. And everything she was reporting that was inconvenient to that was contrary to their narrative, and therefore they let her go. There you go. This is why you have to turn off the letter networks. And I'm not trying to make this about Newsmax where I do a show. Uh, this is why you need to turn off those networks. They never apologize for Russia collusion. The, the Russia collusion was created and paid for by uh, John Brennan. The networks parroted it for years, never apologized when it was proven to be true. And now they're getting ready to say Russia is going to uh, collude again in 2024 to benefit Donald Trump, which was disproven. Do you understand? Please hire Katherine Herridge. That's what I'm saying. I want her to keep going. She's amazing. All right, here's the number, guys, if you want to chime in on the show today. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Let's make 2024 the year we turn back from nonsense to common sense. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is. <laughs> Excuse me. It is Rob Carson. I got a little left. A little funk here today. Uh, the number is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. Uh, by the way, just got this. The uh, head of Boeing 737 MAX program is out in the wake of a mid-air blowout. He was fired. He didn't get sucked out of the uh, of the hole of, a, of an exit door. No, no, no. He, he is out. So the guy in charge of it is burying him in back. The head of Boeing 737 out. Boeing removed executive Ed Clark, the head of its 737 MAX passenger jet program, in the wake of several safety and quality-related incidents. Last month, a large piece of the Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX blew out midair. Normally, I like to do an exit row. I'm going to skip it if I ever fly on a 737 MAX. I think they ought to rename Boeing, Boeing. You know, it's like, Boeing, there goes another problem with the jet. Boeing, there goes an open door. You know, that kind of thing. They should just call it Boeing, like a cartoon sound effect. 
at this point. I do want to mention something that I thought was um, a really cool story. And uh, last week, the Kansas City Chiefs had a big celebration in Kansas City. It was, uh, it was distri- disrupted by uh, probably gang-related violence, but certainly uh, the violence that commonly happens, the inner-city violence in places like Kansas City run by a Democrat who supported defund the police, all of that crap. And this is what, we ru- this is what we've wrought. So a beautiful day in Kansas City destroyed by some thugs, 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 capital T-H-U-G-S, not afraid to say it. And Lisa Lopez Galvin was killed. She was killed. She went down there. She's a young uh, mother. She's 42 years old. She's going to be laid to rest wearing a uh, a Harrison Butker jersey. And this is what I think is really uh, remarkable and, and terribly, terribly sad. Lopez Galvin was wearing a Harrison Butker jersey. Harrison Butker is a place kicker for Kansas City, and he's a hero. He's a hero locally. We love Harrison Butker. We call him Harrison Butt Kicker. Lopez um, was wearing a jersey, a Harrison Butker jersey, when she died. Lopez uh, Galvin's husband wanted his wife to be buried in her favorite player's jersey. Family member took to social media in search of the white number seven Harrison Butker jersey that he wore in the playoff game to go to the Super Bowl, or at the Super Bowl, I should say. Chiefs Kingdom, I need your help. The son of Lisa Lopez Galvin wants his mom to be put in the rest of uh, in the white uh, uh, butt kicker jersey. We can't find him anywhere. Well, the wheels got turning. Butker became aware of the family's quest. Not long after, Butker sent a jersey to the family. Uh, Butker is a devout Catholic and shared about their uh, shared faith in a statement. My wife Isabel and I are heartbroken by the murder of uh, Lisa due to degenerate violence. Murder is a sin that cries out for God, for vengeance, and I pray that men involved in this tragedy will be brought to justice. Uh, They started to go fund me for Lisa and her family and her kids who will be raised without a mother. Uh, So far, it has raised about $379,000. And I think it's amazing that uh, Harrison Butker sent a fan a jersey so she could rest in peace in it. I think that's pretty amazing. So that's why I share the story with you today. Lindell Mays is a man who allegedly fired the first shot in the uh, the Chiefs' uh, shootout. It's not the Chiefs. The AP pointed out there was a dispute. The New York Post said Mays pulled his gun. He started to chase an unknown individual who appeared unarmed and shot at him, resulting in others drawing their guns, allegedly admitting to police that he pulled his gun first and began shooting first, even though he was in a crowded area that had a throng of kids. Nine kids were shot, by the way. Mays, uh, when law enforcement asked Mays why he advanced with them to begin with, he replied, stupid man, I just pulled a gun out and started shooting. I shouldn't have done that just being stupid. Well, you can think about how stupid you are the rest of your uh, life in jail when you get out of the hospital. And by the way, uh, the uh, the shooter has a GoFundMe page, too, because he's in the hospital because he got shot. Uh, I don't I don't know if they've given any money to it, but I'm not going to say anything else about that because I don't think he deserves any money. No way. No, uh, no. How? Not uh, not even possible. Now, coming up, Joe Biden forgave a bunch of more student loans. He's trying to uh, buy out uh, uh, Gen Zers and and millennials, I might add, because it takes forever to to uh, to pay off those loans. But uh, he spoke yesterday about uh, forgiving the loans and uh, left his brain at home again which is why I say he won't be the candidate. So I'm going to share that on the other side of this break. The number is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. So the uh, head of the Boeing 737 MAX program has been fired because, uh, well, the plane's kind of messed up and uh, a door flew off in flight. And I suggested they rename the uh, the airline, uh, the I should say the air, airplane manufacturer, Boeing instead of Boeing. Kind of like that in cartoon sound effects from uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. Boing! Uh, you know, I, obviously it's not something to laugh at, but I would be a little concerned. Sitting in the exit row, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's go to uh, Brian in Albuquerque, where I should have taken that left turn. Uh, speaking of Bugs Bunny cartoons, Brian, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Thanks. So I think they might have gotten the name right, Rob. What? What? I think that the wings are Boeing. I think that the fuselage may be Boeing. <laughs> I think that the entire airplane may be bowing and twisting in ways it's not supposed to. What, what do you think, sir? I, I think you're right. Well, now, one of the things they said about the door is that they sent it from the factory before they put the bolts into the plane and bolted it to the plane. Now, usually you'd think they might check that out. They might, they might, you know, fix that before they before they deliver it, right? That right, Brian? Could be Boeing too. That whole plane could be Boeing. I have a funny feeling when you when you look at it is it, it kind of looks like a like a horseshoe when it's when it's airborne. All right, man, thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it calling from Albuquerque. Speaking of which, mm. see, you know, I knew I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque. Absolutely. Well, we take a right turn in Albuquerque because we have an affiliate station in Albuquerque. Thank you very much. We've got uh, Jamie in Albuquerque as well. Jamie, welcome to the show. What's up, James? Not Jamie. Oh, sorry about that. It says Jamie, but I apologize for doing that. All right. Hey, hey Rob, you know who's at fault for everything that's going on in this country is, uh, is are the Republicans because they're do-nothing. I said this when they got the House in the beginning. They were going to do absolutely nothing. Fourteen months later, nobody's doing a perp walk. Perp walk. Nothing's happening to these criminals. And on you know, top you know, of that, the governor of Texas, two and a half years too late, why did he grow a spine Almost two and a half years later, he should have done it in 2020. These Republicans are spineless. The red state Republicans are spineless. They should be going after the communists in their states. 
You're a thousand percent right. And, and uh, James also, uh, Paul Ryan this morning is saying that uh, the Trump supporters and the Trump movement is the new establishment, which is crap. Uh, he's only sore because his establishment, which, which, by the way, were the last remnants of the Bush-Cheney establishment, that wing in the GOP, which... I remember uh, Romney and, uh, and, uh, and Paul Ryan, oh, they're not president and vice president. They're losers. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah, thank you very much, bro. You're, you hit it right on the head, man. Great, great call. By the way, great, great station. Conservative Talk ABQ in Albuquerque. We are so glad to have you guys on the air. It is awesome and in a sea of radical left hippie dope smoke and liberalism. Although, you know, I really don't care about the dope smoking thing. If you really want to, it's your business, whatever, you know. Although, you dope smokers, now you got to kind of choose between your weed and your Taco Bell because Taco Bell's too expensive now. You're kind of in a little quandary there. Kind of a little uh, little quandary. You know, I, I said that the other day. Um, and, and, and listen, uh, I, I, if you're going to vote for Nikki Haley, that's your business. I don't care. Uh, I, I personally have my reasons for it, um, but we're going to have to unite behind Donald Trump. It's just going to have to happen. And, and I'll tell you why. Because for 50 years, both parties have gone to Washington, D.C. and done nothing but dither. Uh, Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years. He came to Washington, D.C. The pr same problems exist today that existed then. Social Security is still a, still a mess. Our national debt has grown. Nothing has been fixed. Infrastructure still sucks. Schools suck even more. And that's with Republicans and Democrats in control. Donald Trump was the guy who went to D.C. and did what he said he was going to do. And that's one of the reasons why he's so out right now that they're trying to get rid of him. Because he went to Washington, D.C. And, and, he, and he exposed these people who have spent so much of our money doing nothing. Nothing. And it's gotten worse because now they're very transparent about it. They're very transparent. And it's And it's clear. East Palestine, anyone. Lahaina, anyone, anyone. I can keep going on these things. No attention is being the southern bloody border. Everybody wants the border shut down. 89% of Americans consider, or 85%, say there is a problem at the border, if not an all-out crisis, and yet nobody, Republicans, they went on a two-week break. And Joe Biden is still there, you know, talking about uh, Ukraine money. That's it. They're priority is Ukraine, not what's happening at our border while we're screaming. Nothing else is more important to us right now. It should be very clear to you that establishment, either party, are done. They're done. And Nikki Haley is down with that wing of the party. And that party is dead. That is gone. Let it go. Start a new one. But Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan, uh, all, Chris Christie, they're all, they didn't even know they were dead before the race. That movement is over. And you could try to stoke, you know, Larry Hogan in Maryland. Larry Hogan is like the wrong man at the wrong time. Suddenly, decides because he, he completely blew it as the governor of Maryland and the GOP is in worse states than before he was the governor. And now he wants to bring that bleep to Washington, D.C. It, uh, it is remarkable. That wing of the party is dead. I've been saying it for a while. I said it was the old guard. It's the Bush-Cheney. And the Bush-Cheney, you know, lied about weps of math destruction. I was down with it. I thought it was real. And then we got into a war in Iraq that had nothing to do with what we needed to do. And then we went into uh, to Afghanistan, and, and we had thousands of our soldiers die. Many more come home profoundly injured for life. They're waiting to get into the VA while illegals are being moved ahead of them, and they pulled out of Afghanistan.
essentially taking everything that our soldiers did for 20 years, throwing in the garbage. So that's why that wing of the party is dead. That's why there's so much passion about Donald Trump. And I said it when he was a president. I said the first president to go to D.C. and do what he said he was going to do despite enormous headwinds. Uh, 97% negative press. Two impeachments, both bogus. Uh, just a nonstop Russia collusion hoax that was never, they, the media never apologized uh, for it. Uh, Robert Mueller never apologized for $40 million spent trying to find Russia collusion with Donald Trump. And it was all a lie. They knew it from the beginning because, because John Brennan started it. <sighs> I can breathe now. There you go. So Joe Biden forgave another $1.2 billion in student loans. Uh, and the Republicans are calling it a slap in the face. And to screw you to American taxpayers. I wrote on uh, Twitter yesterday. I had some, uh, I think, some pretty good observations yesterday on Twitter. And uh, one of them was, isn't it remarkable how people who can't afford college or couldn't afford college are paying for the college of people who could? So a lot of the times people don't go to college because they can't afford to go to college. And now those same people are paying for the loans of those who could afford to go to college. It really is ridiculous when you think about it. The people who could least afford to pay for this are being forced to pay for people who got worthless, stinking degrees and took out too much money on it. Meanwhile, nobody in higher education has been held to account that, uh, that uh, you know, tuition has gone up 300% in the last 30 years. Nobody's being held to account. There's no the review of tenure. There's no review of uh, you know massive overstaffing at these universities. Uh, none of that. Just just you know just forgive and forget. They still get their money, and uh, and people end up with a lousy degree after they've gone for four years and come out uh, you know completely radical leftists with worthless degrees. But here's old Joe, old Uncle Joe. He was out there talking about, uh, you know, buying these Gen Z votes. And, and uh, here he is in a library, of all things. He's in a library because this is, this is how desperate they are. And for everybody like Morning Joe who says, uh, Joe Biden, honestly, Joe Biden, he's sharp as attack behind the scenes. He only shows his dementia in public. <laughs> here's a little shot of, uh, of more dementia. And I thought I'd make a lot more sense to relieve student debt for families and, and it would grow our economy. Well, there's a, we were existing programs in the law to fix and adjust the programs. Uh, we, had to, we had to change them to make people uh, actually uh, make them available. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, the Supreme Court said you can't pay off the student loans, but Joe Biden found out another way to do it so he can buy some votes. My dad used to say, Joey, a, 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 a paycheck is about more than a, a job is about more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. Well, he has uh, had a government job for 50 years, and he has no dignity. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? Just, just a little bit uh, ironic. Here's a little bit more from uh, Dementia Joe. We are immediately canceling the debt loans for over 150,000 borrowers, nearly six months ahead of schedule. Starting today, we're canceling student debt for borrowers who are enrolled in the SAVE plan and have been paying student loans for as little as 10 years. If they took less than, if they borrowed less than two thousand oh dollars, it's forgiven. God. The twelve thousand dollars, excuse me, it's the loan is forgiven. 
This act will be a huge help to graduates of community college and borrowers of smaller loans, putting them back on track faster for debt forgiveness than ever before. How about, you know, get a, get a degree that's worthwhile and have a plan? How about that? This is Ronnie Jackson uh, from uh, well, about last week. Ronnie Jackson was a uh, uh, house, uh, the, I should say, the presidential physician through uh, Barack Obama and Donald Trump. And here's what he had to say about Joe Biden after the Hur report said he was uh, unfit to stand trial. What I want to talk about is in regards to the Hur report that just came out, I think this is on the mind of a lot of Americans right now. Uh, I want to just state the obvious. If you're not cognitively fit to stand trial or to answer accusations against you, you're obviously not cognitively fit to be the president, our commander-in-chief, and our head of state. And I, I think that, you know, we, uh, we, we have to, at this particular point, we have to start asking the hard questions. I'm glad to see that some of the press is starting to do that. Uh, you know, I've been saying individually for a long time since he was candidate Joe Biden. Uh, that, uh, but they're trying to move on from that story like dementia is going to get better. Uh, it doesn't get better. Time to use 25-25. This is Jim Gossett. If Biden's still alive, he won't be in four years. This country can survive. That's so mean. Oh, please. Invoke 25. Anybody remember Diane Feinstein? Time to use Amendment 25. Joe's competence, it just took a dive. Robert Hurst says he's too old to stay. Hey, hey. Use 25 and send Joe away. The 25th Amendment does apply. Joe Biden's lost. He's a senile guy. If he's too old to prosecute, as president, he should get the boot. Whoa, oh, they must invoke Amendment 25. There's no way America can thrive With Joe Biden as our president To a home he should be sent Time to use 2525 That is uh, Jim Gassett, by the way. Uh, Jim's got a really cool thing on his Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com and look up Jim Gossett Comedy, uh, you can sign up and give him like 5 or 10 bucks or 20 bucks a month. And every day, he will email you directly one of his new pieces of comedy. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Go to patreon.com, Jim Gossett Comedy, will you? It's two S's and two T's. Whopping 67% of voters believe Joe Biden is an 81-year-old man with a poor poor memory, is too old to serve in a second term. It's not age. Did anybody say this about Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Did any any Democrats say, oh, yeah, she's way too old. You know, she, you know she's uh, mentally infirmed. Uh, no, nobody did. Nobody did. Isn't that weird? But everybody knows that Joe Biden's brain is not working. Survey from Quinnipiac. Uh, uh, physical fitness to be president. 32 said yes, 32%. Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, probably people who have those, uh, you know, those stairs, uh, the lifts that you go up the stairs on the seat. Uh, which, you know, probably all of us will have eventually. 62% said no. Mental fitness, uh, 34% said yes. Uh, 64% said no. This is registered voters, by the way. These are registered voters, by the way. So 67% of voters believe that Joe Biden is uh, too old, a.k.a. not mentally or physically fit enough to be president of the United States. 
There you go. Isn't that nice? Coming up, um, I've got uh, I got a bunch of big stories to get into, including why the Democrat Party is saying and why the talking heads in television are saying that Donald Trump is a dictator. It's actually been used before. We'll get into also the uh, the firing, or no, I should say the uh, the indictment of a uh, a whistleblower, an FBI whistleblower, and why that happened as well. Uh, let's take a break. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Volbeat. I like Volbeat. They are uh, a band that's kind of, I guess, somewhere between hard rock and eh, not quite metal. Pretty good. Here, go crank it up, Brian. This is good. Really good stuff. So, um... I want, I've got a short break here. I want to talk about this uh, this story out of uh, out of Illinois. Let me find my audio here because it is uh, really really amazing. There's a, a mayor in Illinois who is uh, I mean bad guano crazy. Uh, her name is Tiffany Henyard, and uh, she is being uh, investigated for abuse of power because she is like the uh, she is like the uh, Edie Amin of Illinois. I mean I'm really serious. This is crazy. Uh, she uh, Tiffany Henyard who's Successfully ran a hamburger jo- unsuccessfully ran a hamburger joint becoming a, before becoming a mayor attends meetings dressed like a movie gangster seriously uh, uses local police to target businesses that don't contribute to her and uses a lot of city money to buy personal security which sounds a whole hell of a lot like Cory Bush yeah yeah isn't that kind of weird here is her at a uh, at a city council meeting going off I want you to listen to this listen to this this is this is incredible uh, she brings her own DJ into the city council meeting and wraps up her appearance. I'm not kidding. This is real. Uh, with the song, B-Word Better Have My Money. Listen to this. Nobody knows something. Don't nobody know nothing? Yeah. Nobody. 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 Nobody knows something. Here she is starting a Dalton Village board meeting dressed like the Wesley Snipes character in the movie New Jack City. <laughs> wow. Later punctuating her political points with the help of her own DJ. Her own DJ. Every single resident. Pay me what you owe me. Thank you, DJ. Henyard's picture and name adorn virtually every public posting, both from Dalton, where as mayor she makes $46,000 a year, and in Thornton Township, where as the elected supervisor she collects more than $200,000 a year. Wow. And, and by the way, uh, she says it's racism. She's screaming racism. Maybe she'll go to church like Fonnie Willis did. She says the reason why she's being going after is because she's a black woman. Where have we heard that, Claudine Gay? Where have we heard that, Kamala Harris? Where have we heard that? <laughs> Here is the uh, little bit from the story. The FBI is going after her. I think this is so cool. Did the FBI agents you talked to seem serious about yes, your, very serious. your concerns? Very, very serious. Very. Lawrence Gardner owns a U-Haul rental and trucking business in South Suburban Dalton and says he went to the FBI several months ago, frustrated that the village of Dalton would not renew his business license. Gardner says he's been harassed and his business raided and shut down by Dalton. This is why she played uh, B-Word better have my money because he didn't pay for to her election campaign, so she sick the police on him. Police, he believes because he refused to make a donation wow. to a civic event sponsored by Dalton Mayor. Tiffany Henyard. And I talked to um, a couple of agents and I explained them what was going on. I gave them all my paperwork to show them what was happening in court and what was happening in Dalton. 
and they told me they was investigating and they would be in touch with me. Gardner is one of six people who confirmed to Fox 32 that they've been interviewed by the FBI. And by the way, here's what she said. How dare you question me? I'm a black woman. Uh, this, I mean, literally, this is like Idi Amin of Uganda as a, uh, as a, uh, a mayor in, uh, in, uh, in Illinois. You're th- that's race. No, no, no. I'm just saying she took the playbook. She took that. She dressed up like Wesley Snipes from New Jack City for city council meetings and plays the song. Be worried, better have my money. I almost kind of admire her a little, but then it goes away, and I want her to go to jail forever. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right. So coming up, why do the left and the uh, the mainstream media say that Donald Trump is going to be a dictator? I'll explain on the other side of the uh, top of the hour also. Uh, the, you know, Democrats love whistleblowers when they impact Donald Trump, but not so much when they go after uh, Joe Biden and expose their corruption. We've got details on that. On the way, this is The Rob Carson Show. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners.